for Pluto, Sarah. Go on, then. Uh, scientists have called for Pluto to be classified as a planet again following a new study into planetary science. You thought I was talking about Mickey Mouse's friend. <laughs> I did for a moment, yes. Uh, Pluto was controversially relegated to the status of dwarf planet in 2006 by the International Astronomical Union, who claimed it fails to meet all three of its requirements to be classed as a planet. Uh, for an astronomical body to be officially labelled as a planet, it needs to be spherical, orbit a star, and not share gravitational space with other objects in its orbits. The IAU's decision to reclassify Pluto in 2006 was based on the presence of objects called Plutinos within its orbits. A team of researchers from various universities, observatories and research institutes now claim the IAU's rules for planets were rushed and failed to source out vital issues that conflated astrology with astronomy. In a paper set to be published in the scientific journal Icarus, researchers argued the IAU's definition was based on a folk concept of planets that contradicted the scientific view. I quite like the sound of the Plutinos, though. Mm. Are they like Pluto's little friends? His, like a chocolatino. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> a chocolatino. <laughs> uh, the five-year study of astronomical and planetary science literature concluded the IAU should rescind their non-scientific definition and stop teaching the revisionist history that's placed Pluto on the naughty step. So let's have Pluto back as a full planet. Let's have Pluto. Right, a couple of requests to do. I uh, don't normally speak in between records, but I will uh, make an exception in this case. First of all, some friends of yours. Yes, a very good morning to Jean-Paul... And Alain at La Duchesse on the port of Nice. Hello, um, hello, hello. <laughs> Bonjour. Oh, they're, oh, oh, <laughs> they're listening. And Jean-Paul gets up at the same time as you every day. Does he? He certainly does. What's open La Duchesse? To open the Duchesse, to go to Metro, to prepare the restaurant. And God, he doesn't stop Saturdays then? and Sundays. Seven days a week? Seven days a week. There's no stopping him. God, he's cruising yeah. for a bruising, he is. <laughs> um, what time do they open at seven o'clock? Yes, uh, even, yeah, seven o'clock, have a coffee. Not like the cafe in uh, the little village of Lesse, where I used to live in Normandy when I was um, doing some radio work up there. And I had to get up at four o'clock in the morning because I was doing the breakfast programme there as well. And uh, they opened at five. Oh. And um, you'd see all the farmers in there with their cafe and Calvados. <laughs> yeah, well, John Paul might be having a Calvados this morning. <laughs> so cold in the mornings that they said they needed a sort of shot of Calvados to get them up and running and onto the tractors to harvest the carrots. Anyway, uh, this is something French for you. Antoine Ciossi and Le Prisonnier. The Press Review is brought to you by BMW Côte d'Azur. Starting with the Eye newspaper, Prince Andrew must provide evidence that he was at Pizza Express on the evening he's alleged to have sexually assaulted Virginia Dufre in Ghislaine Maxwell's London home. Miss Dufre's lawyer has told the Eye newspaper. The paper says has an exclusive interview on the eve of the New York hearing on whether the case against the Duke of York should be dismissed. Miss Dufre's lawyer, David Boyes, also said Prince Andrew must also provide evidence that he's unable to sweat. Miss Dufre has alleged that the Duke sweated profusely while dancing with her at a nightclub in London in March 2001 before moving on to Miss Maxwell's home. Prince Andrew denies the claims as well as other allegations of sexual assault, but Miss Dufre, who was 17 at the time, says took place on the private Caribbean island of convicted sex trafficker Jeffrey, Ep Jeffrey Epstein and in his New York mansion. A New York judge will hear legal arguments on whether the case should be dismissed on the grounds that the 2009 settlement agreement between Miss Dufre and Epstein protects the Duke from any legal action. 
Uh, Mr Boyce told the I, we trust the case proceeds to the merits. That is, if the court denies Prince Andrew's motion to dismiss, he will have to confront the fact that he does not have any evidence to support his public assertions that he was at Pizza Express when Virginia Dufre alleges he was with her in Miss Maxwell's London home, or that he could not have sweated on her because he has a medical condition that prevents him from sweating. Uh, Mr Boyes added he was concerned that the high-profile nature of the case could distract from the core of the allegations. In this morning's Le Monde, feminist campaigners in France have called for tougher government action to combat violence against women and girls after three women were allegedly killed by their current or former partner on the first day of 2022. The body of a 28-year-old military recruit who had been stabbed to death was found in western France on Saturday. A 21-year-old man, also a soldier, had been arrested and investigators were looking into a possible femicide. In eastern France, police discovered the body of a 56-year-old woman with a knife in her chest after neighbours reported a violent dispute. On Sunday, a 45-year-old woman was found in the boot of a car at a property in Nice. She had been strangled. Uh, the mayor of Nice, Chris Nistrosi, said he was devastated by the alleged killing and described it as a horror. Uh, from the local France, French MPs on Monday began debating draft legislation that would require most people to be vaccinated against COVID-19 to enter public spaces such as bars, restaurants and long-distance public transports. The bill's headline measure is aimed at getting France's remaining 5 million unvaccinated people over 12 to accept a shot. At present, a health pass is required to access numerous everyday venues, including bars, cafes, restaurants, cinemas, theatres, gyms, leisure centres and long-distance train travel, but a recent negative test is accepted for the health pass. The bill aims to replace the health pass with a vaccine pass, which would only allow people who are fully vaccinated to gain access to those venues. The Omicron variant of coronavirus has stoked average daily confirmed cases to more than 160,000 per day over the past week, with peaks over 200,000. Uh, the Health Minister, Olivier Varin, told Parliament the tidal wave has indeed arrived. It's enormous, but we will not give in to panic. But as Sarah was saying in the news, they suspended that debate last night at midnight. Is that because the local bistro was about to close? Yeah, they so. wouldn't go past midnight. But also, it's in the Figaro as well this morning, that dozens of French MPs say they've received death threats ahead of uh, that debate. And also in the Figaro this morning, according to the Elysee Palace, recovery, power and belonging are the three words which will symbolise France's six months at the helm of the European Union Council, an honour it receives once every 13 years. And Macron laid out France's EU goals last month, saying we should move from a Europe of internal cooperation to a Europe that is powerful in the world, fully sovereign and free to make its own choices and master its destiny. Et donnez-nous les poissons, Mr. Johnson. Uh, BBC World Service News, live from London, is coming up next. The Press Review, brought to you by BMW, Mies Premium Motors, Bayern Avenue Cannes, BMW Store Monaco, and JPV Fréjus. Boost your business with the electrified range by BMW. Find all the BMW business drive offers at your car dealer. I think you were lulling me into a false sense of security yesterday with the pop quiz questions. You it was a hat well. trick, wasn't it? It certainly was, yes. First day back, you did it on purpose. <laughs> Come on, do your worst. On this day in 1975, Sir Elton John started a two-week run at number one in the US singles chart with his version of which Beatles song? Uh, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Correct. Uh, question number two. On this day in 1967, The Doors released their self-titled album, The Doors. Uh, the album featured which breakthrough single? Light My Fire. Correct. And finally, on this day in 1962, 
Liverpool's Mersey Beat published its first popularity poll uh, with the Beatles coming in first place. Who was voted second? Jerry and the Pacemakers. How did you know that? Quite, quite oh, obvious. Was it obvious? Oh, okay. I yeah. didn't think you'd get that one. You're not going to make play the Liverpool song. No, are you? I'm going to make you play the 1963 hit. I like it. How do you do it? Uh, okay. Uh, right, I could just sing it. It might be quicker. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very short song. Only one minute something. It is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. I like this actually. So Ooh. do I. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio with the latest local news for the south of France. Sarah Lyson has the top stories across the Riviera. The National Assembly in France has suspended the examination of the bill on the vaccine pass, with its implementation being postponed. The examination of the bill transforming the health pass into a vaccine pass was the subject of a surprise suspension by the Assembly on Monday evening, after a majority of MPs refused to continue the debates after midnight. The coup de théâtre will derail the scheduled timetable for the final text to be adopted by Parliament. Meanwhile, concerning the new regulation of food and drink being forbidden on public transport, France's Minister of Transport made a surprising announcement on Monday, saying that train passengers could remove their mask to drink or eat quickly. Prime Minister Jean Castex announced a week ago the ban from this Monday to consume in public transport, including long distance. French Minister of Employment Elizabeth Bourne and Finance Minister Bruno Le Maire have announced further support measures for businesses affected by Covid restrictions. Amongst the measures, partial activity will be reimbursed at 100% with no out-of-pocket costs for all companies which are subject to new health restrictions if they observe a loss of turnover of at least 65%. The fixed cost system is also changing and will be accessible to certain companies from 50% loss of turnover. It was previously 65%. Bruno Le Maire also said that the fixed cost system will be extended to all companies in the tourism sector. In other news this morning, a record seven tonnes of laughing gas with a market value of 2.7 million euros has been seized in the Paris region. According to police, it's the largest seizure ever made in France and comes following an investigation into an organised network which was opened back in September. This week has seen the launch of sound radars in the Paris region, which is soon expected to arrive in Nice in the coming weeks. Several local authorities across France are set to launch the radars, which will initially be tested to determine the maximum sound level, initially set at 90 decibels. Within three months, fines of €135 will be given for vehicles which are too noisy. Exposure to noise, mainly from transport, has a social cost of more than €147 billion per year in France, particularly in terms of indirect health consequences. According to the World Health Organization, a noise is the second environmental factor causing the most health damage in Europe, just behind air pollution, and is responsible for 40,000 premature deaths per year in France. A man who was reported missing on Monday from the Alpes de Haute-Provence on December the 27th has been found safe and well in Marseille, reports, quote, relatives of 33-year-old Jesse as saying that he had been assaulted by thieves but was otherwise fine. A familiar face and much-loved restaurant owner considered as a figure of old Nice and Niçois cuisine, Joseph Arcado, has died at the age of 87. Arcado's was known for its, its local cuisine as well as the familiar red and white checked tablecloths. 
The family-run business is an institution in the old town, which Joseph had taken over from his grandmother in the 50s. He even continued the tradition of his grandmother of leaving just one table at the entrance to the restaurant, always reserved for those who couldn't afford to eat. The Cannes Town Hall has launched a, a scheme to recycle Christmas trees. Dozens of glass containers have been placed around Cannes where trees can be deposited. You can find a map of collection points at www.cannes.com. Finally, according to a recent study, the Outmara team is the second department of France where there were the most storms in 2021. While 2021 saw the least number of storms on average over the last 12 years in terms of frequency, the Outmara team counted 67 stormy days just behind North Corsica, which counted the highest number of stormy days at 73. Riviera Radio, Sports News. Football, it's been a disappointing start to the year for Manchester United. Here are the details from BBC Sports. BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. Hello, I'm Andy Barwell at the BBC Sports Centre. The latest action in the Premier League has seen Manchester United lose 1-0 attempt to Wolverhampton Wanderers. The BBC's Vicky Sparks was at the game at Old Trafford. A first league victory in 42 years for Wolves at Old Trafford and a deserved one at that. Jaramatinho guided home the winner eight minutes from time. The three points preserved with a fabulous save from Jose Sarr from a Bruno Fernandes free kick in the dying seconds. Fernandes also hit the bar, as did Saiz for Wolves. But for long stretches, Manchester United were poor, making too many mistakes and lacking intensity. Work to do then for Ralph Rangnick as his unbeaten start comes to an end. Work paying off for Wolves boss Bruno Lage, who will feel Matinho's effort was just a reward for his side's positive approach. So, New Year, same old problems for Manchester United despite the influence of their new interim boss. The former Premier League defender Micah Richards says it's all down to the way the United team has been set up. 4-2-2-2. Two, two, two. I mean, you've got, what, Greenwood and Sancho playing central when really we've seen what Greenwood can do from a wide position. We've seen what Sancho can do from a wide position. I don't understand why you would try play that formation when you've not got... Oh, you may, well, you might have the players for it, but you didn't certainly have the, the start in 11 for it. I just, I just don't understand. They changed it at half-time. But why persist with that formation? And Everton are hopeful of completing a $13.5 million deal to sign the Rangers right-back Nathan Patterson. The 20-year-old is highly regarded, but has struggled for game time at the Scottish Champions. For more football news on the BBC, go to bbc.com slash football. BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. Ralph Ragnick letting the German football manager conveyor belt down. Yeah, 4 2 2 2 just doesn't work. Keep it tight at the back, that's yes. my advice. Uh, in the English Championship on Monday, Reading and struggling Derby drew Toole and Stoke lost 2 1 at home to Preston. Cricket, Usman Khwaja has been called into the Australia side for the fourth test against England, which starts in Sydney tonight. The Queensland batsman replaces Travis Head in the middle order following a positive coronavirus test. Fast bowler Scott Bolland keeps his place after producing a match-winning performance in Melbourne on his test debut. Josh Hazelwood is still suffering from a side strain, but should be fit for the fifth test. South Africa have bowled India out for 202 on day one of the second test in Johannesburg. India struggled without captain Virat Kohli, who's missing with a back injury. At stump, South Africa had reached 35 for one in reply. 
And in cycling, the four-time Tour de France champion Chris Froome has suffered a setback in his preparations for the 2022 season after picking up a knee injury. Froome says he's damaged a tendon in his knee, which he thinks is the result of pushing too hard in pre-season training. He said that he was not yet sure when his season would start and the injuries pushed everything back slightly. Did you want to say something about darts? <laughs> no, that was only after Liverpool drawing. I decided to change sports. Oh, because it was the big final last night. It was, yes. And somebody <laughs> won by beating somebody else. They certainly did. That's as much as I can tell you. Here's the marine weather forecast for coastal areas up to 20 miles offshore the Almaracim and Navarre. The general situation is a depression, 1,007 millibars over the Gulf of Lyon. A winter southwesterly force 3 to 4. The sea is slight, visibility is good. Barometric pressure at Saint Jean Cap, Ferrand, 1,017 millibars. And the outlook for Wednesday, showery, force 2 to 4, variable winds, slight seas, and good visibility. For North Corsica, winds are southwesterly, force 4 to 6. The sea is moderate, visibility is good. Barometric pressure at Cap Course, 1,016 millibars. And the island for Wednesday, cloudy force 4 to 6 southwesterly winds, moderate seas and good visibility. Riviera Radio, weather. Quite cloudy all round today by the looks of it. A few bright spells maybe this afternoon. Light variable winds, temperatures 12 to 14 degrees. Overnight lows 9 to 11 degrees with cloudy skies. Wednesday and Thursday partially cloudy tomorrow. Maybe the odd shower in the afternoon. Fine on Thursday, highs of 19 to 13 degrees. Finally... Police in Cyprus are investigating after a statue of a giant potato was found vandalised on New Year's Day. The four-metre sculpture was cut down from its stand at around 3.30am on January the 1st. And nicknamed the Big Potato, it made headlines around the world and on social media when it was installed in October 2021. Many tourists posed in front of it, while some on Twitter questioned its suggestive shape. Is it had its chips on it? <laughs> it certainly had. Why would you want to do a giant sculpture Well, because apparently the village is famous for its spuds. Ah, patatas. Patatas patatas bravas. Something like that. Mm.